Introduction. The morning headlines scream: Damascus destroyed. The whole world is stunned into a shocked silence, and then unites in universal condemnation of the aggressor. The nation of Israel. Fact or fiction? No, it is neither. It is a prophecy, and it will soon come to pass. In this study, we shall examine ancient prophecies that have already come to pass, and some which shall shortly do so. In fact, they will be fulfilled during this generation. The world is a confusing place, at best, possibly because of its complex systems. Many things are interconnected, so it's hard to get the complete picture. And how does one make sense of the world events which are taking place? Which events are critical? Which are epoch-making? How can we tell what is of prime significance and what is of lesser importance? It seems that the world is passing through changes in every sphere. Climate extremes, tectonic movements, environmental pollution, failing economies, which are weighed down in debt, resulting in societal upheaval, wars, and political turmoil, moral disintegration of societies, as well as traditional disasters such as plagues, droughts, and famines. It is bewildering because the world seems to be in a state of perpetual crisis. But we know that it was not always so. Often, the core values that we grew up to believe in are being changed, and it's hard to know what to believe in any more. Maybe we need to ask some fundamental questions. So, what do we make of the rapid pace of change? Is change necessarily good? How do we decide what is good change, and do we still have the freedom to choose what we will accept? We like to believe that we can discern what is desirable, and that we have the freedom to choose our way of life. But is it so? Freedom is an illusion, like the free-range chickens in the farmer's yard. We go about our daily business believing that we are free, but let the chicken flutter up onto the boundary wall, and then the farmer will quickly move to catch it. The chicken lives at the whim of its owner, and ultimately it exists to provide for the needs of the farmer, as we do. Then, who is the farmer in our parable? In this study, I shall attempt to suggest some answers to these questions. But for the time being, let us suppose that we are truly free, and that there is no boundary wall to fence us in and limit our perspective. We tend to rely on historical continuity to give us understanding. But what do we do when there is no precedent for the problems that we are facing?